From Manhattan Associates, welcome to the Nucleus of Innovation, the retail and supply chain podcast where we tackle some of the most important topics in the industry and learn from leaders around the world about how they are managing their supply chain challenges every day. I'm your host today, James Canamash, and today I'm delighted to be joined by the founder and managing director at eStore Logistics, Lee Williams, and also the general manager, James Ellis. Lee and James, welcome to the show. While you might not be native New South Welshman, it's still great to have some fellow Aussies as guests on the Nucleus of Innovation. So let's start and get get into it straight away. So Lee, um, what is the state of automation and robotics in ANZ today? And why was it the right time for your recent investment? Hi, James. So thanks very much for hosting us and having us on the podcast today. Um, so eStore Logistics is uh, an 11-year-old business which services e-commerce warehousing and fulfillment for uh, biz- uh, businesses. And um, essentially, Australian e-commerce has traditionally been behind that of other developed markets such as you know, the US and the UK. So, for example, uh, e-commerce penetration as a percentage of overall retail is still only about 10 or 11% in Australia, uh, whereas it's closer to about 20% of that in the UK. So, as you can see from these figures, there's an enormous amount of room for growth in online retail in Australia and for us to catch up to those other developed countries like the UK and, and the US. Now, if we look at it from a, an Australian dollar figure perspective, um, last year there was about $280 billion spent on retail goods in Australia. And of that, um, about there's been about 20% growth annually of online spending. So in, in 2020, we're about to reach about $33 billion spent online. Now, Considering how far Australia is behind these other developed nations, there's a huge opportunity for Australian retailers to re- reach new customers via online channels, such as their own e-commerce platform, which might be you know Shopify or BigCommerce or something like that, or marketplaces such as Amazon, Kogan.com, which is an Australian marketplace, eBay, Catch, Temple and Webster, or MyDeal, just to name a few. And so what we've seen actually through COVID-19 is uh, Australia Australians, while they're increasingly shopping online, this has just accelerated even further with COVID-19. And eStore particularly has experienced uh, actually a 181% increase in, in units fulfilled when comparing June 2019 to Ju- June 2020. So what we're seeing is a massive shift to, to online and um, consumers really changing their spending habits. Now, what eStore Logistics is doing to address these problems is deploying AI-powered autonomous mobile robots, or AMRs as they're also known, across operations to assist with improving the speed of fulfilment while also reducing costs. These these AMRs use uh, algorithms which are based on historical data matching to uh, retrieve and store inventory without the need for staff to walk around the warehouse floor or operate, you know, traditional MHE such as forklifts and trolleys and those sorts of things. Uh, and they also do things like calculate the most efficient paths for picking uh, orders. You know, the robots are constantly communicating with one another and calculating the best path to avoid collision. 
And one of the other cool things they're doing is is um, they're making predictions uh, based on future orders and uh, adjusting the stock and locations of all the inventory within the warehouse so that when the, the users start picking orders, travel distance and that sort of stuff between the robots is minimized. So, and so far we're seeing huge efficiency gains from this, you know, in the, in the re, re areas of three to four, 100%. And they're allowing our retail clients to, to grow their business and get ahead of the competition. Okay, well, that, those are some those are some impressive numbers that you're citing there, Lee. One hundred and eighty-one percent increase year on year. That's um that's a big number. Now, James, I, I I'd like to just pose this question to you. We recently saw that McKinsey, the research institute, estimated that COVID nineteen had accelerated e-commerce maturity in uh in in the UK and the US by up to six years. Now we've seen a halo effect of the e-commerce boom as physical shops actually reopen, which is not maybe something you would have anticipated. Do you see e-commerce as a, as a platform, as an area of spend, maintaining these levels once COVID-19 has been, should we say, maybe put to bed? Without a doubt, it's a step change. Uh, you know, COVID's been with us for many, many, many months. And... I guess this pandemic's highlighted to people just how critical logistics and supply chains are to people's livelihood. So during this pandemic, the spend is that, or the, the figures see that more than one in every $5 spent on non-food goods in April was online. So consumers were stuck in their home. They couldn't easily go to shopping centres anymore. They couldn't as easily get what they wanted. Maybe they hadn't purchased online before, but now because they couldn't leave their homes as easily or didn't feel safe, they were essentially pushed online. And, you know, as that penetration, although that push online has occurred, all of a sudden, if they've come across clients of eStore Logistics and purchased from clients of eStore Logistics that are using this new robotic system, you know, they've had a, a great experience. So these autonomous mobile robots working round the clock enable really, really late same-day cutoff or late cutoff for same-day fulfilment. And so consumers have increased their trust uh, of online. So they might have had a, you know, their first purchase experience. Within a few hours, they've got a tracking number back. They can see that, they can track that online, follow the delivery. Next day, that's at their front door. And all of a sudden, that's that's changed their, their behaviour and their perception permanently. So we really see that it is a step change and it is permanent. Also, we've seen, I think, other lifestyle um, changes. So, so, you know, I guess what I alluded to there was a, uh, I guess, a you know, a forced change, you know, people couldn't go to shopping centres to get what they wanted. Uh, we've also then seen people's behaviours change. So, you know, an example, a client of ours, say Benson's Trading. So Benson's Trading, uh, they do like show bags. So show bags for, say, events. Uh, so the Sydney show, that was cancelled. What are they going to do with all these show bags that they'd planned, they'd been preparing for months? Well, interestingly, 
they contacted eStore because their online had absolutely exploded, had taken off because there's still demand for show bags uh, for families. You know, people, people still wanted these goods. They still wanted to order them. They wanted to have this type of experience in home. And so Benson's trading with their show bags has been able to pivot online and offer this great service experience and still allow Aussie consumers to get these show bags. Uh, another, another, you know, funny example is, is another client of ours, Mountain Bikes Direct. So, you know, you immediately think lockdown, mountain bikes, okay, who's going to be out bicycle riding? And so, so, so they, is, uh, they were concerned that initially, you know, as, as had been happening in other countries where people were totally shuttered and couldn't, couldn't leave their uh, premises, Mountain Bikes Direct were concerned the same would occur. So they started heavily discounting or, or heavily trying to move stock. As it actually turned out, Australia's lockdown laws were slightly different in that you were being allowed out for exercise the whole time. So funnily enough, the exact opposite has happened for this client to V-Stores. So these autonomous mobile robots and our automation couldn't have come at a better time because their business, or the volumes they're shipping at least, are greater than that of the previous peak season. And this came out of nowhere. This was completely unforecast. No one could predict it. As it turns out, Australians are out on their bicycles more than ever, fixing them, repairing them. And obviously with bicycle retailers closed, one of their only paths to be able to get what they need is through online stores. And I think now that customers are getting a great online purchase experience, that it's just going to continue. It's, it's a step change and it's here to stay. That's, that's really interesting, James. I'm, I'm sad, sad to hear that the Sydney show was cancelled, but um, that's, that's a great example of how to pivot and uh, how flexible and agile business approaches and technology can allow companies to still thrive. Um, I'm interested by that mountain bike company as well. So we're going to have to keep an eye out for the uh, for the Aussie cyclists when it comes to the velodrome and the mountain bike circuits at Tokyo next year. By the sounds of it, they'll be uh, yeah ready to throw themselves down those hills. I think yeah they'll be fit and ready. <laughs> That's great stuff. So so some really interesting points that you both made there. Now let's move the move the conversation on a little bit to maybe a slightly more ethical question here. There has been much speculation for some time now about how robots might make people's jobs obsolete or less important in the future. What are your thoughts on this particular topic, Lee? And are you a Matrix or are you a Terminator fan? <laughs> Definitely a Matrix fan. Um, they're both great movies, but uh, probably around the time The Matrix was released, um, I was into that sort of, um, those types of movies a bit more. So um, but moving on, on to a bit more of the serious topic, um, you know, if we look at e-commerce in Australia, we're growing at about 20% year on year, as I sort of mentioned earlier. And as eStore Logistics, as a business, we've got some really ambitious growth plans. To Our goal is to assist and service as many Aussie online retailers of all sizes as possible. Now, it's these ambitious growth plans which mean that no human jobs will be lost within our operations as a result of our AMR and uh, automation rollout. Uh, in fact, we expect to be creating jobs within our warehouses and have already created um, 
a few additional jobs since our first rollout in March. Now, these sort of jobs are about even managerial and IT in nature, and um, they include, you know, warehouse team leader roles, warehouse supervisor roles, um, warehouse staff who are using the robotic system and picking and packing orders, uh, and also, you know, IT analysts and develop roles. Now, these, these staff who are working with our um, AMR system, they're essentially expertly trained to work in, in tam, tandem with the robots. And these staff are paramount. They're required. They've, um, and uh, these, these types of people are very good at certain tasks, such as picking the orders out of the robotic system and packing the items um, into their final um, packaging, which got, got sent to the consumer. Um, and the robots are, are really good at reducing things such as travel time and creating efficiencies. But also, they're, they're, in doing this, it's, they're creating a whole heap of safety benefits for our staff. So um, what that means is we're not having staff that are having to walk long distances every day, such as five to 10 kilometres to you know, pick or put away stock. And we're also improving their safety by not having these staff um, being close or interacting with MHE, such as forklifts, which could be, you know, dangerous in certain situations. And it's, it's actually helping staff because there's less bending over to pick products and those sorts of things. It's a lot more ergonomic to work with a robot than it is to work in a manual system because you're even not doing things such as... Um, pushing heavy trolleys and those sorts of things. Now, our staff that are also being trained to work um, with these robotic systems are being upskilled as well. So they're moving from a manual environment into a robotic environment. They're being trained to work with these robots. They're being upskilled and being given exposure to new systems, uh, new processes, new efficient ways to work and new business practices, which is going to assist them with their development and as they move through different roles in our company. And essentially what we're trying to do is, is, is give these people, the equip them with the right training to make them the next leaders of our organisation. Now, what, what are the other safety benefits? And what's interesting uh, that we've found through our rollout is that Previously, being an e-commerce operation in a manual environment, there's a lot of walking that needs to be done and there's a lot of manual work and often older people find that work too strenuous and more difficult. Now, what we've actually found is we can open up our, um, we can open up the, 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 the spectrum of the types of people who want to work in our organisation and can work in our organisation because we're creating an organi creating the type of role which is easier and less strenuous for them to, to work in. Now, if you compare our operation to other similar e-commerce operations, you know, such as large international e-commerce retailers that have introduced robots into their fulfillment centers, they've continued to add thousands or tens of thousands of jobs annually to their business as their business has grown. And that's the a similar type of approach that we're taking with our business. 
And it actually moves up the chain in terms of jobs. Um, as, as web servicing more, as e-commerce is growing and as e-store logistics is equipping these businesses with um, the capability to grow their business, what we're seeing is these retailers we're servicing are growing some at 50% a year, some 100% a year, some at even greater percentages. And they're continuing to grow their teams and grow their staff. So what we're seeing is, is retail jobs going up. So overall, I guess from our point of view, we're, we're growing our operation. We're creating lots of new jobs within our operation. We're helping e-commerce businesses of all sizes grow. And Eastall Logistics is overall positively contributing to the Australian economy. That's that, that's greatly, and I suppose the message there is that don't worry about don't worry about the the robots coming. The robots coming is a good thing because it's it sounds like the robots um, robots and humans have a have a symbiotic relationship, which is beneficial to both. Um, and it sounds sounds like the the robots are complementary and and opening up plenty plenty of avenues to actually employ real people, which, as you say, at this at this time is is a great thing for economies all around the world, not least in uh, in Australia. And my last my last question for the day that we've got here is is back to you, James. Um, what's next for consumer trends in in Australia? beyond the speed of delivery? Because until recently, that's that's really been it, hasn't it? That's been one of the differentiating factors and USPs for brands. It's that we can get you your, your next day delivery if you book by midday, if you book by two, if you book by four. What's, um, what's next? Where do we go from here? Is it sustainability? Is it corporate social responsibility? What's What are your opinions on that? So absolutely agree with those themes. I mean, first and foremost, coming back to one of Lee's earlier points, e-commerce itself still has a lot of room for growth in general in Australia. And Australia is obviously a huge continent uh, with geographically dispersed population. So, you know, in terms of consumer trends, first of all, that penetration is going to just continue to grow and grow and grow. and Obviously, they'll want more and more convenience, whether they're in Melbourne and Sydney or as far away as Perth. And so I think we've still really only just, I guess, at the uh, starting to see the, the tipping point of that, and it's going to continue. So following that theme, it's imperative that this opportunity is available in as many locations as possible. So assisting the Australian economy and Aussie retailers and Aussie consumers, obviously, continuing the expansion and rollout of these improved and faster delivery and making that as available in as many locations as possible is critical. But then absolutely to your point, a key customer, rather consumer trend is sustainability. It's absolutely real. We see that consumers trust brands more. They're willing to pay more for environmentally friendly options. So the way we see that translating is say example, Previously, customers would come to us and they'd want branded packaging. So that was a key differentiator. Now, branded packaging is not just enough. Now, people want to have that brand alignment. So Patagonia is another client of ours. So Patagonia is an outdoor apparel brand. It's had great impact with its um, consumers and great retention of customers globally 
because they trust their brand and they wish to do no harm to the environment and they want to make sure their supply chain reflects that. So an example there is they're looking at using reusable satchels that customers will not throw away. We also get challenged by them to make sure we use as much recyclable material as well as void fill that, for example, doesn't end up in landfill. So the void fill we use is biodegradable. Another customer of ours, Nimble Activewear, there's the satchels that they use for delivery. So, so that's an apparel company, obviously, Nimble Activewear, if it wasn't obvious. Uh, their packaging that they're using is actually compostable. So usually, you know, you take your online delivery, tear it open with excitement, empty what's inside and then toss it in the bin. Well, they, you know, they've got a clear message on the front of their satchel saying, hey, don't throw me in the bin, put me in the garden and I'll, com I'll compost. The other, I guess, consumer trend we're seeing is that consumers want even more delivery options. So not just say speed of delivery, um, they're also wanting better visibility of their order from DC to their door. So you did mention delivery within a certain window, can even go as far as customers requesting to use a specific carrier or even more into those higher spend areas, customers requesting more white glove type services such as assembly in home. So, you know, from a technology perspective, we're continuing, we're continually evaluating these trends against what technologies are available in the market and those various options. That's that's so interesting, James. I, I'm aware of Patagonia's green credentials, um, but I love that idea from Nimble Activewear. We have a brand in the UK called the, the Hairy Plant Company, and all their plants come in, in compostable, biodegradable um, pots. So to take that to the next level and actually have that with with clothing brands and such is is so smart and it's it's so it's so right to do. So I'm going to be I'm going to be getting on the the web straight after our podcast and I'm going to be checking that out and seeing what they'll de <laughs> they'll deliver over here to the UK. So super super interesting stuff there. Well, they're great brands. So get behind them. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so important that. As consumers, we we drive the change that we want to see. So, absolutely. And on that note, that's a wrap for today. So, I'd like to thank our guests for today, Lee Williams and James Ellis from Derrimut in Melbourne, and also to thank you, our listeners. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to drop Lee or James a, a DM. You can find them at Eastall Logistics on Twitter, and give us a like on iTunes too. If you'd like to take part in any future episodes, do feel free to send us a DM via Twitter with a suggested topic. Our Twitter handle you'll need is News. Until next time, it's good day from Lee and James. Good day. Good day. And it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening.